This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome, trainers, to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I am the host of this show. Thank you very much for downloading and listening in today. Uh, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, you can find it at pokedexradio.com slash 52. Now, if you'd like to contact me, you can always do so. You can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. You can comment on the show notes, again, pokedexradio.com slash 52 for today's episode. And, uh, or, and, or you can, um, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokedex radio. And you can either message, um, me there or comment on the wall or whatever you do on Facebook. Um, and I will go ahead and reply back to you. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. I actually had something else planned for today's episode. Um, kind of, you know, the, the Pokemon world and how it works and things like that. Kind of like a last time we talked about a lot of math and for some reason this episode was supposed to be about science and how the Pokemon world is different than our world and why a Werelord, you know, is technically it's mass to weight ratio doesn't really add up or anything like that, but we'll say that for next week. Hopefully nothing crazy happens by next until next week. Uh, like happened today and I had to retype everything, all the show notes again. Um, so go ahead and read them. Pokedex slash 52. So, the first thing I actually wanted to talk about today is uh, we were spotlighted, uh, we meaning the Pokedex Radio podcast, we were spotlighted on a on another podcast called uh, The School of Podcasting. Now, The School of Podcasting is a really cool podcast that teaches you how to podcast and it teaches you like what type of equipment you can buy, what type of um, services you should use when you host your media and what type of services you should use when you host your actual website and uh, how, you know a little bit about using WordPress and you know different types of mixers that you can buy this and that and it's really really cool um and you can tech, uh, you can check out um uh Dave Jackson that's uh, the host of the podcast there uh over at the schoolofpodcasting.com and he spotlighted the Pokédex Radio podcast in his uh, latest episode at least latest episode as of today and uh, if I could find the link for that, um, don't have the link right here in front of me. But anyways, he talked about the show um, and uh, how well done the audio is, how well, how good, good, well sounding, whatever, uh, how the, uh, how good the show sounds. And uh, the, one of the reasons he did spotlight me, it's not like I went and asked for it or anything like that. Um, it's because I used to be a member of the School of Podcasting, which is his website. Um, and he actually helped me set up the Pokedex Radio uh, WordPress stuff. And he did that for me. Um, it also helped me set up uh, the the website and everything like that. It was really a, a really 
you know, convenient for me to go ahead and do that instead of having to do it myself. Even though, I mean, it would have taken me like half an hour to do it and it took him like two, two minutes. So, you know, it was really convenience factor. I didn't have to pay him or anything like that. Um, uh, but you know, I do want to, uh, first of all, I doubt he's listening, but Dave, thank you for going ahead and spotlighting me on the school of podcasting. I really do appreciate it. And if you want to learn how to podcast, you can go ahead and check him out at, uh, the uh, school of podcasting.com. And, uh, funny enough, I was actually going to try to see if I can make a podcast about how to podcast, uh, podcast about how to podcast myself. I'm not sure about that. I actually have a couple of episodes already recorded, but Dave is very good. He's kind of quirky and he takes some getting used to, but he is very knowledgeable in the topic because he's been podcasting for like eight years now. Um, but yeah, so uh, for, again, thank you, Dave, uh, for going ahead and spotlighting me on the School of Podcasting. I really appreciate it. Now, before we get into the news, uh, let's talk about something quickly. You use Amazon, right? You probably do. Okay, so uh, you can go ahead and go to pokedexradio.com slash store to see my Amazon affiliate store for the Pokedex Radio website. There you can find all of the Pokemon games, uh, not every single one of them, but all the new, all the newer recent Pokemon games, including X and Y, and you can pre-order them there. It's not going to cost you anything more, and it's not going to give you any sort of discounts or anything like that. But I'm going to be honest with you: if you do buy from my store, it gives me uh, a small commission if you if you buy something there, and it's it's awesome because not only do you get to purchase the game that you want to buy, anyways, you're still buying it through Amazon. Um, but it also helps me out and helps out, you know, the efforts of the Pokedex Radio podcast because a lot of the stuff that I do obviously does cost a bit of money, and so it, it's it's you know fun to see somebody going over and uh, purchasing something from my store and seeing that I get you know a dollar here, dollar there, uh, and eventually you know pennies add into more, you know pennies into dollars and then dollars into tens of dollars, things like that. You know, obviously I'm not getting that much, um, but still, you know, if you go, if you'd like to go ahead and check it out and support the podcast and support my efforts here of my, you know, occasional blogging and doing the podcast, of course, uh, go to pokedexradio.com slash store. And there, there's a lot of Pokemon games and other Nintendo games as well. Like, I think I added some like Legend of Zelda stuff and uh, some Mario stuff over there, too. So go ahead and check that out again. Pokedexradio.com slash store to check out my Amazon affiliate store. All right, so... Let's get into all of the news stuff I had today, and I'm, I'm, I'm a, a tad a bit frustrated because I had to retype my entire show notes. Um, I pretty much did two sets of show notes today, uh, so uh, we're going to save the other one that I typed out today for next week, so at least I don't have to do it next week. That's nice, but uh, going ahead and retyping an entire, um, you know, two pages of stuff you know it's it's you know right before i hit record i realized all this other news came out but anyways it's cool news so let's get into it okay first of all shiny dialga the distribution has not ended just yet uh in the united states it ends on september 8th so that's this upcoming sunday if you're listening to it before september 8th so that's this upcoming sunday um if you haven't gotten your shiny dialga from gamestop yet please go and get it you're gonna miss out uh, you need obviously black, white, or black two, or white two, or all all four games, whatever, um, which is what I have, and I'm going to go get mine this weekend before I miss out. Uh, Shiny Dialga available at GameStop stores here in the United States, around the world. I believe it ends on September 12th, um, so you do have a, a little bit more time. But those of you who 
uh, are in the States. We only have a few more days as of the release of this episode to get the shiny Dialga and shiny Palkia starts on September 9th here in the States, September 13th around the world. I believe I'm not exactly sure about the around the world dates, but Go ahead, get your shiny Dialga and shiny Palkia within the next week because Dialga is ending soon and Palkia is starting right afterwards. Now, let's talk about something I blogged about last week at the PokedexRadio.com website. Uh, The Nintendo 2DS. If you didn't see the blog, go ahead and check it out. I linked it at the bottom of PokedexRadio.com slash 52, the show notes for today's episode. Um, And it's like Nintendo announces new Nintendo 2DS handheld or something like that. I forgot exactly what the title for it was. Um, uh, But still, it's interesting. The Nintendo 2DS. Okay, we have the 3DS and obviously the 3DS came out last year. uh, And we were obviously, you know, not last year, but I think early last year. I don't remember exactly when it came out, whatever. Uh, But we're we're expecting a new um, handheld system from Nintendo. Yes. Uh, The Nintendo 3DS is still relatively new, uh, just like, you know, the DS was new, and then the DS Lite came out right afterwards, and then the DSi came out, and that was, you know, spectacular, because it had a camera on the front of it, and then after the DSi was the DSi XL, I think, yeah, and then the 3DS, and it added all these new cool 3D features um, and functionalities to it, and now we're, in a way, taking a step back, the 2DS. Uh, it is a 3DS. It plays the Nintendo 3DS games, except in 2D. Obviously, there's where the Nintendo 2DS um, uh, name comes from. It doesn't have any of the 3D functions uh, and features. Now, the reason for this, I'm assuming, is to uh, give the uh, to price the device a little bit less than the 3DS. Uh, at the current moment, the Nintendo 3DS, at least as of its September 4th, 2013, um, looking up at Best Buy or Walmart or Kmart, whatever stores would sell the 3DS, it comes in at around $169.99, um, $160.99 uh, US currency. The Nintendo 2DS, that's a 3DS, the Nintendo 2DS, uh, is the price point is around $129.99, again, US currency. Um, so 40 bucks less um, and you give up all the 3D features and you give up the folding part of it because, you know, the Game Boy Advance didn't fold. The Game Boy Advance SP folded and then we got all these other folding systems so you can protect the screens in a way. And um, I actually joked around about this uh, with a friend of mine, Renee, who actually texted me right before the show um, uh, talking about something that I'm going to be talking about later. Anyways, um, and I mentioned it on the blog I think I, I didn't mention it on the blog, but I think I mentioned it in the comments, if I remember correctly, that it should be called the Nintendo, you know, DS Advance because it looks like a Game Boy Advance. If you if you go if you have an old style Game Boy Advance, um, not the SP, but the actual like original thing, uh, it has the controls on the side and it has a screen in the middle. Uh, pretty much the similar looking to the Nintendo 2DS. It has the screens in the middle. It doesn't fold. And the controls are on the side, uh, kind of you know what the Nintendo Wii U controller thing looks like, and that's interesting to me because now you don't get to protect your screens. Why it doesn't fold, I don't know. Maybe you know the hinges cost a little bit more money or something like that, and so that's one thing that they did to um, lower the price was to take out the hinges of the thing, um, or maybe they were just looking for a new look um, and they were going back to the old style of the Game Boy uh, Advance. 
I don't know. But the Nintendo 2DS, if you saw, if you've seen it around on websites, you know, like uh, you know, Poke Beach, Bulbapedia, The Verge, and things like that. The Verge isn't a Pokemon website, but they're like a technology sort of website thing. If you check that out there, um, I'm sure you've seen the release date of the Nintendo 2DS, October 12th, 2013. Now, if you've listened to the Pokedex Radio podcast, or if you know anything about Pokemon news at all, and the upcoming X and Y Pokemon games, what day do they come out? October 12, 2013. You are right, Mr. or Miss Trainer. Um, so, yeah. They are, <laughs> they are releasing the Nintendo 2DS alongside the um, Pokemon X and Y games. And I feel that they always do this because that's what they did uh the ruby and sapphire games came out right around the same time the sp the nintendo uh the nintendo the game boy advance sp came out uh and it boosted sales i mean all pokemon games i feel boost sales for any system at least handheld so they're doing this to push sales for the nintendo 2ds i don't know if the 3ds was doing bad in any way um that they need to go ahead and make a 2ds without all the you know 3d features that i don't think really anybody uses um to push a newer device without the features at a a lower price and i mean it's it's nice to see that but i think they're just using pokemon x and y you know to help drive uh the selling uh drive sales for of this device but it's it's a cool handheld if you don't have the 3ds if you don't have the extra 40 bucks to shell out for the 3ds um extra $40 for it. Yeah, go ahead, get the 2DS. I'm still debating myself whether I should get the 3DS or the 2DS uh, because, yeah, the games come out October 12th and so does the Nintendo 2DS. Should I go out and get both of them? I don't know. Um, or should I you know, save up the extra 40 bucks and get the 3DS so at least I have all the 3D functions so I can check it out? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do, but I would suggest for you, if you don't have the $40 to spend get the 2DS. It's does it according to all the things that I see about it, it does the exact same thing except without all the cool functions and features. Yeah, you're not going to be able to protect your screen and uh I hope it comes with a case and some of the videos that are shown like the trailers for it, uh, the, the trailers but like the previews for it and stuff like that show uh a kid putting it inside of a case. So I'm hoping it comes with one um to help protect the screens because the Game Boy Advance sure never came with one and neither did the Game Boy, you know, color pocket and uh, the original Game Boy never came with a case. Um, and the screens, you know, if you drop it or whatever, or if you, you know, throw them in a bag, you, the screens get kind of, you know, messed up a little bit. Um, so let's hope this comes with a case because the DS little touchscreen thing is pretty sensitive. So that's the Nintendo 2DS. If you have the extra 40 bucks, get the 3DS, I'd say. Uh, but if you're short on cash and you want to get, you know, the 3DS or at least a, you know, a 3DS compatible system uh, um, and uh, one of the Pokemon games or both of the Pokemon games, get the 2DS. So next in the news, something that actually came out today, I'm actually recording on September 4th. So today, all of this stuff came out and that's the reason I had to retype all my show notes and do this episode pretty much from scratch right before recording. Let's see, what should I talk about first? What did I write here? Storage system. All right. If you're a little bit older and you've been playing the Pokemon game for a while now. Okay, for, let, me, let me back up even more. Do you know who Bill is? Bill, the guy who created the Pokemon storage system in the games? 
Yeah. Okay. You know what a Pokemon storage system is then? Let's fast forward a couple of years. Let's go to Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, around the time Fire Red and Leaf Green came out. If you've ever owned a, a GameCube, a Nintendo GameCube, there was a thing for the GameCube called a Pokemon Box. Pokemon Box essentially was uh, a storage system on your GameCube. You could store it on the uh, little GameCube memory card things. Uh, personally, I never bought the Pokemon Box thing. Uh, as I saw, it was kind of dumb at first, but now it would be nice to actually own that just because I'm a Pokemon collector and I like collecting all of the Pokemon things. Fast forward a couple of years again, there was the Nintendo Wii. There was the Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum games. I don't know if it was compatible with Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, but... Uh, and I don't know if it's compatible with XY and Black 2Y2, but um, I doubt it is. But I'm pretty sure it might have been compatible with, uh, with uh, Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver. Anyways, there was Pokemon Ranch for the Nintendo Wii. And I believe I even talked about it, you know, when it first came out on the podcast, because that was, you know, quite a while ago. So we have Pokemon Ranch, we have Pokemon Box. These are external storage devices for the for Pokemon. You know, pretty much a Pokemon storage system, just like what Bill in the games created in the Kanto region. Bill, I think, is from Kanto, or I think he's from Johto and he moved to Kanto, whatever, I don't know. But and then there's other, you know, people in the games who've, you know, elaborated on the storage system and things like that and i believe in in, uh even in uh black and white they talk about the storage system a little bit more but now we have a new type of storage system now think about it where do you store all of your stuff personal things you know if you're you know working on a, a school paper you put your if you're using microsoft word you put it on your computer but if you don't have Microsoft Word, a free alternative is either, you know, um, that Microsoft 365 live thing, whatever that is, online in the cloud or Google Drive. I type up my show notes in Google Drive or in, and I create a document and I do it all there. Excuse me. I do it all there. I use um, Google's Picasa thing to store pictures online. Um, if you have a Facebook, you store some of your photos online at Facebook in the cloud. So... Taking those two ideas, putting them together, the idea of a Pokemon storage system and the idea of putting something online on the internet in the cloud, putting them together, you're storing your Pokemon now online. This thing is called, um, yeah, if I can remember what it's called, Pokemon Bank. There you go. <laughs> it's called Pokemon Bank. And you, you can store up to 3,000 Pokemon in the Pokemon Bank. Wow. 3,000 Pokemon. Okay, keep in mind, I think right now there's a little under 500 Pokemon. Let's go to Cerebi. Let's see how many Pokemon. Where's my hat? Okay. There's that. Okay, I'm sorry. 649 Pokemon at the moment, at least up to generation five. Let's say we're adding another 150, 150 Pokemon. I'm just estimating. That brings it up to about 800 Pokemon. This is 3,000. This is, you know, three times as many as we, we would really need if we had one of each Pokemon. That's a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> remember the times when there was only 151 Pokemon? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Anyways. Um, yeah, so you get to store your Pokemon online now in the cloud. Uh, at the current moment, it is, uh, for at least once X and Y comes out, it'll be released, you know, uh, maybe a month or two after X and Y comes out. I don't know the exact date because I haven't actually seen it anywhere here. Um, 
Uh, the app will be released on December 25th in Japan, December 27th in Europe. Um, not exactly sure, you know, where it's, when it's going to be released for the U.S., but I'm assuming somewhere around that time. Um, now, this service is free for one month uh, when you uh, download the app for the Nintendo 3DS. Now, technically, you're downloading two apps. They're both free, and you get the one month of free service. Afterwards, it is five months, uh, five dollars per year. Now, that's not a lot of money, and it's only five. I mean, it's five bucks a year. I'm sure you can find that in change laying around somewhere. Um, not sure if you're going to have to have, you know, a credit card and all that stuff to go ahead and do, or, you know, just some sort of, you know, plastic card, like debit credit, whatever. Um, or even like through PayPal to sign up for this service. But there's technically two apps. There's the Pokemon Bank, and there's something called the Poke Transporter. Now, this is very similar to like Pal Park and things like that, where you... Um, Take an older game, let's take, for example, black, white, black, two, white, two, and put them in, uh, you know, put the transfer the Pokemon over to the Pokemon bank. That's what the Pokemon transporter does. Again, you have 30 days of free service to transfer all your Pokemon Um, because, you know, trading between, let's say, Ruby, Sapphire, Fire, Red and Leaf, Green and Emerald. into a Game Boy Advance game, you transfer your Pokemon and through the uh, into the Pal Park thing, and now you don't have the option of bringing them back into your Game Boy Advance game. That's a similar idea to this Pokemon uh, transporter, Poke Transporter thing. You transport or transfer all your Pokemon into the Pokemon Bank from Black White Black Two White Two, and now you're not able to get them back. That's the only unfortunate thing because uh, the Pokemon Bank is really only supported with Pokemon X and Y. Um, that's the only kind of downside I see to it that you can't bring them back into the fifth generation once you bring them into the sixth. Um, but that, I think that's okay. Um, and interestingly enough, let's go ahead. Uh, some fun facts here. Uh, game freak had the idea for the Pokemon bank for a long time since Pokemon crystal. Um, yeah, with Pokemon uh, Gold and Silver, and I think also Crystal, there was that whole thing with cell phones, and that's how you're able to get Celebi in the Japanese games and all, all that good stuff. Insane. Completely insane. They've had ideas for online storage, or at least external storage, for a long time now. Um, and, uh, I mean, Pokemon Box was already an external storage device. I mean, one day... I mean, not even one day. This is it. You know, I was about to say something stupid. Hang on. So this is it. We're actually showing Pokemon in the cloud. So if you're, if you, you know, you're on a summer vacation trip and you're at your grandma's house, whatever, uh, grandparents, you know, other family, whatever, whoever's other house you might be at. And you, you know, you store Pokemon on the, on the cloud. As long as you have an internet, a wireless internet, obviously service, um, as long as you can connect to the internet in some way, you know, through, you know, um, you know, your phone's hotspot or whatever, if you have it, you can keep your Pokemon online and you, let's say you lose like your game or whatever. I believe it's connected to the Nintendo D 3ds itself and not the actual game. Uh, so you can actually transport Pokemon between if you buy both X and Y and you have Pokemon, uh, you some Pokemon from Pokemon X and you put it up in the, in the, uh, in the cloud, in the bank, and you have Pokemon Y and you want to take some of those Pokemon, you can take them into your Y game as well. So I believe it's connected to the DS itself. Um, I have to see if I can find that information over here somewhere. Where are you? My links. Um, 
I don't see exactly where it said that. Um, I can't find it. But anyways, um, yeah, again, it's free for a month after the Pokemon X and Y games come out. It's free un- free for one month until January 31st of 2014, just to put that out there. And uh, one thing interesting about this, and if anybody from Team Knockout is actually listening to this, because I know Team Knockout has a huge stance against cheating, illegal Pokemon, hacking, anything like that, as far as the Pokemon games are concerned. I know they are very against that. And this is something that reminded me of Team Knockout when I saw it. Um, uh, at least the article here that, it's, that uh, I'm reading says, in a, uh, in a recent effort to continue downplaying the use of illegal Pokemon in tournaments, the Pokemon Bank and Transporter will block illegally obtained Pokemon from being uploaded to the bank or to move these Pokemon between those Pokemon between boxes. Now, I'm going to say something, and I'm sorry, Team Knockout, for saying it, but I think somewhere in some of my games, I do have illegally obtained Pokemon somewhere. Uh, not through my own efforts, but they were traded to me. Uh, so they were, I mean, it's not like I, I mean, yeah, I did want these Pokemon because I just wanted the Pokemon itself, not the fact that it was illegal um, or anybody who's against hacking and trading and stuff like that. Because I don't, I don't like it that much, but it's cool in some ways. So... Yeah, this is a way to stop all of that stuff because, you know, with the idea of trading online, you're able to pretty much trade anything online that there's, you know, a, and, there, and with people being, you know, essentially banned for life if you go into a competitive field with illegal Pokemon, you know, they're trying to stop against this whole illegal thing. I mean, honestly, if you're in a competitive field, train the Pokemon yourself. Don't get an illegal one. Or if you do have an illegal Pokemon, breed it and train it um, on your own. I mean, there's there's no sense in being um, banned for something that's not your own fault, if it is not your own fault. But if it is your fault, then that's your own fault. So I'm sorry for you. But anyways, yeah, 3,000 Pokemon. That's, you know, 10 boxes of, th- I'm sorry, it's 100 boxes of 30. Um, crazy cloud pokemon storage i mean it's cool because i can be like at work i have my pokemon box filled with some pokemon in my x and y games i don't have wi-fi at work but i have my cell phone you know this little trusty thing i can get onto you know excuse me my uh you know hotspot thing connected to my 3ds or 2ds depending on which one i buy and i can get all my pokemon right there right at your fingertips anywhere you are and it's only available to the 3DS, obviously, um, the, this cloud service of Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Transfer. It's available for the, the 3DS, 3DS XL, and the 2DS, I'm going to assume, obviously. It's a part of the 3DS family. So that's it for the Pokemon Bank and the Poke, Tra- uh, Poke Transporter. Interesting stuff. Cloud-based services of storing Pokemon online. Very similar to how it is in the real Pokemon world. Crazy. Now, the news that i've been anticipating to hear mega evolutions all right so mega evolutions we've already seen a lot of mega evolutions we've seen absol we've seen blaziken uh and why blaziken was the number one you know really you know shown pokemon i don't know why um but it was speculated that um there were other Pokemon uh, that there was, um, you know, some sort of, oh man, if I can find, I didn't even think about this before I started doing the show. 
Uh, let's go to the Facebook. And let's find Team Knockout's Facebook. Again, Team Knockout, I'm bringing you up. Um, team Knockout, Team Knockout, Team Knockout. Wow, there's so many Team Knockouts on Facebook. You know, forget it. Um, okay, so Team Knockout brought up a good point, and I've seen it other places online as well, that for the fact that there's all this mythology around the new Pokemon games uh, with the Kalos region and Greek mythology and things like that, you know, uh, Xerneas and Nivelto looking like, um, in, in a way, uh, Greek mythological creatures, um, that the Pokemon that were, uh, in a way, able to mega-evolve had to do something with that sort of mythology. Like Blaziken uh, was uh, similar to, you know, this mythological um, creature or character. Uh, Absol was, you know, related to this mythological uh, character. And Mewtwo was related to this mythological character. I feel that with the news that's come out today, every Pokemon can mega evolve. Now, the news that came out today... So that excited me so much. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. Um, the, the starters from the Kanto region have mega evolutions. Okay. Kanto starters. And you go to pokedexradio.com slash 52 and you can see all the pictures from of them there. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen the video yet because I, I checked it out and I only saw Venusaur. But okay, where are you? I need to see my video. I need to see my, my website. Okay. Mega Venusaur. Mega Blastoise and mega charizard charizard is my favorite pokemon and i love its mega form it has three horns uh now because uh two uh, instead of having the two horns there's a third uh, there's there's a first big one and there's two small ones coming out of the side um its wings grow a little bit more you know i don't, I don't know how to call it but its, its wings are a little are a little bit smaller i feel a little bit uh it has wings on its arms and it has like spikes on its tail and it looks a little slimmer than a, than a regular Charizard. Not meaning that it's faster. What happens when this, when Charizard mega evolves, it actually, it's a special attack increases. And it also has the, uh, and this is all going off of memory right now. It has the ability of, uh, drought, which causes a sunny day, which is special attack incre- increases then drought, meaning it's fire type attacks are going to be spectacular. Okay. Mega Blastoise. And this is honestly the coolest looking out of the three. I'm sorry, Charizard, but this is the coolest looking out of the three. And I just spit on my computer screen. Gross. Um, you know how Blastoise has two cannons coming out of the side of uh, out of its shell? Now it has two forearm cannons and one gigantic cannon on its shell. I think Blastoise is honestly the coolest looking one out of the three. Oh my goodness. This thing has a giant cannon on the back on its back and two on its forearms uh, along with two smaller shells uh, like um, like shields on its forearms. This thing looks awesome. Venusaur. I'm so sorry Venusaur but I couldn't see much of a change. (laughs) Um uh, Venusaur, it looks like, uh, the plant on its back is, uh, has grown, uh, significantly, um, has uh, more leaves. The one that covers over part of its head has turned pink or maybe red instead of it just being the normal, uh, green leaf that's there. And as well, it has vines coming down off of the, uh, the trunk on its back. Uh, obviously that's the one that has changed the least. And the, the thing on his back has grown, grown more significantly. I mean, essentially that's what, you know, 
the growth of a Venusaur family is. You know, there's the Bulbasaur, which is kind of tiny. Then it grows a little bit bigger, and the bulb grows more into you know like a grows. It sprouts from a bulb from the Bulbasaur, obviously bulb Bulbasaur, to a um, Ivasaur, where it grows a little bit more. It kind of looks like a um, like a flower. And then to Venusaur, where it grows into more of a flower and kind of a tree, you know, palm tree looking trunk. And this one grows even more. This was awesome news for me, seeing that the fact that more Pokemon get mega evolutions, especially the starter Pokemon from Kanto. Now, let's put the cherry on top of this uh, Sunday, this ice cream Sunday thing. Now, these Pokemon are getting Mega Evolutions, the starter Pokemon from Kanto. Now, you're wondering, okay, so you're telling me I have to go ahead and trade my starter Pokemon from Kanto that I got on, you know, GTS or something like that into my X and Y games. No. You can do that, sure, but no. You actually get the Kanto starters in Pokemon X and Y, not after the Elite Four or anything like that, but at the beginning of the game. Okay, and you get it from the professor. Okay, you get the Kalos starter, not from the professor, not from Professor Sycamore in the game, but you get the Kalos starter, whichever one you, whichever one you want, Froakie, Fennekin, or um, Chespin. You get that from your friend. I'm assuming your rival in the game. I'm not sure if that's your rival, but it says your friend, according to the article. You get one of the Kalos starters from your friend, and you get the Kanto starter from the professor and which one you can pick. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's like here. You can pick both fire ones if you want to, or you can pick both water or a water and a fire. I don't know if it's exactly that or if you're or if it's like in most Pokemon tradition, you know, if you pick the fire starter from the Kalos region, then you get like the water starter, you know, later on or the grass. I'm not sure exactly which one it's going to be. I'm hoping to get the Charizard. You know, so I'm going to be choosing a Charmander from her, from Professor Sycamore. So I don't know if I can choose Fennekin because I usually always choose Fire Starters. Not 100% on that because I haven't seen any news about that, exactly what you can and cannot choose. But you do get two starters at the beginning of a game, of the game, I'm assuming. Not, not right at the beginning. I'm not going to say that. It's like, you know, within the first five minutes, you get two free Pokemon. No, I don't think it's going to be like that. I'm assuming, you know, at the beginning, you know, after maybe your first badge or something like that. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but we're going to see once these games come out. This is honestly awesome news. I would love I would love to see a mega Charizard. And with that whole mega news stuff, um, there's also a little bit more as well. Uh, if you watch the video and I don't have the video on the site, I'll put the video up on the site again, pokedexradio.com slash 52. Um, it, it was showing the Pokemon uh, Mega Evolving, the Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise. And uh, the, the trainer, the, you know, the main character, was shown to be wearing a bracelet. Um, and the bracelet is described as a Mega Ring. I mean, it's essentially a bracelet. Um, and this uh, bracelet at the, you know, where like you would be wearing a watch and like the main, you know, thing of a watch is, you know, where you can see the time. So in it's um, this bracelet thing holds what's called a mega stone, like around that area. Um, and that corresponds with that specific Pokemon's mega stone. Um, and in order to mega evolve, I don't know if I mentioned this before, uh, but it's something that I'm actually reading now here in the article that when the trainer's bond is strong enough, 
they can get their Pokemon to Mega Evolve. Now, we know that each Pokemon has to have its coordinate, its corresponding Mega Stone. So I don't know if there's like, you know, there's Blaziganite. I don't know if there's like Charizard Knight and Blastoise Knight and like there's Lucario Knight. And I don't know if there's going to be Venusaur Knight, you know, all these other, you know, if there's other Pokemon, let's say, for example, Raichu, there's like Raichu Knight and like, you know, all, all these other Pokemon that can Mega Evolve that have, you know, Knight at the end of their name for this, for its Mega Stone. I don't know. I mean, those, that's like, you know, what, what did I say before? How many Pokemon there were? At least right now. Where's that thing? Okay. 649 Pokemon. Let's say about mm, 300 of them. So that's 300 different stones. The 300 as at the, the top level, you know, at its, at its uh, final evolution stage, you know, so there would be like Houndoom Knight and well, we're going to talk about Houndoom in a second, but like Houndoom Knight and like Dunsparce Knight. I mean, come on, you know, you know, Gyarados Knight. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's figure this. Let's, you know, let's wait to see what happens. I hope it's not just a select group of Pokemon that can mega evolve, but I'm hoping it's, you know, every Pokemon, um, that could eventually mega evolve in some way, shape or form. Uh, and in said video, there was also a thing that was only shown for like a frame. That was a second Pokemon. It looks like a llama or an alpaca of some kind. So I'm assuming, you know, that was a, a revealing of one of the Pokemon. Uh, according to the articles that I've read, it seemed to have been by accident when uh, Venusaur was mega evolving. They showed its opponent and its opponent was some like llama alpaca looking thing. Um, but I'm sure it might be revealed sometime soon. Anyways, that is it for all of the incredible news that came out today and made me go back and rewrite my entire show for today. <laughs> okay, so that's it for the show to, uh, for um, all the news for today. Let's get in. Oh, man, I forgot to cue this up, <laughs> which I always do. Let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode today was actually requested um, by a uh, new friend of mine, um, uh, Dan. And was it Dan? No, I'm sorry, Darren. Darren. Uh, two new friends. I got a new friend named Dan. I got a new friend named Darren. And it was um, uh, Darren who actually requested uh, Houndoom, Pokemon number 229. Um, and you'll hear about more more about those guys in uh, future episodes. But uh, Pokemon number 229, Houndoom, it is the classified as the dark Pokemon, one of my favorite Pokemon, and also one of Darren's favorite Pokemon, which is the reason why he requested it. Um, awesome Pokemon from Generation 2. I mean, uh, even Houndour is awesome looking. Um, it is like an evil dog looking thing. I mean, it's, I guess, you know, hound, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it's it's awesome. And I mean, not the fact that it looks evil, but the fact that it's a dog. You know, finally we have like, okay, yeah, we had Arcanine. After that, we had Houndoom, and then we had a little Yorkie-looking thing, which looks like my dog, because uh, I have a Yorkie. Um, what other kind of dogs do we have? We have um, uh, Poochiena and Mightyena, and I think those are really all of the dog-like Pokemon that we have, excluding the legendary beasts, because those actually look more like cats than dogs. Um, but anyways, again, Pokemon number 229, Houndoom, the fire, uh, the dark fire type uh, in the wild can be found at 50-50 male and female ratio. Uh, cannot cannot actually be found in the wild. Um, it, where am I? It evolves at level twenty four from Houndoom, and let's find out where Houndoom can be found. I'm sorry, Houndour. Houndoom evolves from Houndour at level twenty four. 
in Pokemon Black, it can swarm on Route 9, and swarms are usually after you ba- you battle and defeat the Elite Four, and um, cannot be found anywhere else. It can only be found in Black version on Route 9 when uh, it's swarming. And you, in order to get Houndoom, you have to evolve a Houndour. So essentially, just trade somebody for a Houndour. If you have one, transfer it from a game or trade it, whatever. Um, that's how you would get Houndoom into your Black 2 or White 2 or Black and White games. Now, it has one of three different abilities, and it's these abilities are awesome. I EV trained. It was the very first Pokemon I ever EV trained, actually, was a Houndoom because I liked the Pokemon so much. All right, it has one of three different abilities. Uh, its first ability is Early Bird, uh, which is the sleep condition lasts for half as long rounding down. Now, what this means is, uh, let's say your Pokemon, uh, you, let's say somebody puts your Houndoom to sleep, and that sleep will last for four turns. You know, computer. You know, with all the little analytics in the game and everything, it's you know calculated that it's going to last for four turns. With this early bird ability, sleep will only last for two, not the four. It cuts it in half. What it means by rounding down is if uh, the sleep condition will last for three turns. So cutting three in half is actually one point five. So rounding down is to one. So sleep will only last one turn, not three, which is nice. Uh, flash fire ability. Why can't I hear myself? This is so weird. Anyways, flash fire activates when a user is hit by a damaging fire type move, including fire type hidden power. Uh, once activated, the user's fire type moves deal 1.5 times the damage, uh, while its ability is in effect. And, uh, the Pokemon is now immune from damage, uh, from fire type attacks and fire type hidden power. Now there's also a small little uh, thing about this um, for fire type Pokemon with his ability Will-O-Wisp activates the ability without having an effect. If non fire type Pokemon with the ability flash fire Will-O-Wisp will activate the ability and uh, will have the effect. Okay. So hit Houndoom with a fire type attack and it has the flash fire ability. Now that Houndoom is um, it's fire type moves are 1.5 times stronger and it's immune to fire type attacks. Awesome. His hidden ability is unnerve. The Pokemon, uh, the opponent Pokemon will never use their held berry while the Pokemon is in battle. It's nice, you know, so in case, you know, there's a, you're battling against a, 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 a grass type Pokemon and it has the berry that, um, is supposed to be resistant to, let's say fire type attacks and it tries to eat it. It won't eat it. Um, it'll take the damage straight on awesome Pokemon. One of my favorites from the second generation. And I believe even Houndour, um, it's a um, base stage Pokemon, uh, was, um, even in the, uh, the third Pokemon movie. Yeah. The third Pokemon movie, um, where, uh, Pikachu uh, meets the two twin Pichu brothers, uh, in whatever town that they're in. And there was actually Houndoom in there, but anyways, uh, Houndoom's, uh, Houndour in there. Houndoom's stats, it has a HP 75 base, uh, base attack of 90, defense of 50, special attack of 110, special defense of 80, and a speed of 95. Special attack is pretty high, and its speed is also pretty high. Again, 110 for special attack and speed for ni- at 95. Um, again, this is one of the very first, this is the very first Pokemon I ever EV trained. And at the time, I wasn't, uh, I didn't pay attention to abilities, so... I don't think I have the flash fire ability. I think my ability on my hound, uh, on my houndoom is, uh, um, early bird. 
and that was a bit of a mistake, but still, I love my Houndoom. Um, the thing is an amazing Pokemon. I use it as, you know, as often as I, as I can. Um, but anyways, that is, again, uh, the Pokemon of the episode today, Pokemon number 229, Houndoom. Well, uh, that I think is it for the episode today. Let's see if we, what we can talk about here right at the end. We're running at about 45 minutes now. So let's see if I can end this probably by 50. Um, what can I talk about? Well, first, actually, I think I could talk about something. Uh, if you use audible, <laughs> if you use audible, you can go ahead and check, uh, you know, get a free audiobook download from audible. You go to audibletrialcom slash Pokedex radio, you get a free audiobook. Um, yeah, you'll have to sign up with a credit card, but you can cancel that right away after you download your free audiobook. and they have over 100,000 titles to choose from, um, about pretty much anything and you get one free credit to download whichever book you want it doesn't matter how expensive the book is or how inexpensive the book is um the book can be like 30 cents and you can use your credit on a 30 cent book or the book can be like 25 dollars, and you can use your credit on a 25 dollar book i don't know if every single book in their library is available you know to purchase with these credits but there are many that are many you know popular books good books um, then you can use with this credit. Uh, again, po- again, audibletrial.com slash Pokedex Radio to get your free audio book and also a chance to support the Pokedex Radio podcast as well for free. All right, so we did that. Now, um, hopefully sometime soon, you'll be hearing two new podcasts uh, coming from Flashlight Studios because that's you know what I call my production stuff. Um and uh, you'll be hearing two new podcasts. One, I mean, they're not finished yet. The, you know, the whole they still need websites. They still need, uh, you know, approval um, as well. But it seems like I'm going to say yes to the you know the two guys that I've you know become friends with, and that they're going to be starting up new podcasts uh, under Flashlight Studios. And uh, one is actually going to be about um, uh, Nintendo. Um, a little bit broader than just Pokedex, uh, just Pokedex radio, just doing mostly Pokemon stuff. Yeah. I throw in Nintendo stuff every once in a while. Um, but this is a lot more broader. It talks about a lot of things, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo past, present and possible future as well as, as a lot of Nintendo news. Um, I'm hoping to hear from him sometime soon. If, you, if you're listening, Dan, you know, whatever, just email me. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping to hear from him unless he's listening after he already emailed, whatever, if you've already, if you already emailed me, you don't have to email me unless you want to, to just to say hi. Um, so I'm hoping to hear from these two guys. One is Dan and one is Darren. And we're going to be starting uh, new podcasts with them. One is about Nintendo. The other one is still kind of up in the air. Not exactly sure what that podcast is going to be about. And these are still really tentative right now. Exactly what's going to be happening. If they're going to be hearing new podcasts, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. These are very tentative. Um, and uh, the other one's more than likely going to be about Magic the Gathering, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time, is do a uh, maybe a YouTube thing about Magic the Gathering or even a podcast about Magic the Gathering because my former roommate was big into Magic the Gathering. like He knew everything about the game. He'd been, he had been playing Magic since he was younger, and he was my age. I think you know his dedication to Magic was like mine for Pokemon, um, but um, he's no longer here. I mean... He's alive, I think, but he's no longer like living with me, uh, nor do I have any communication with the guy, and neither did he want to do a podcast anyways. Um, so hopefully I get to hear from them soon, see what they've got. If you would like 
to create your own podcast uh, and you have a little bit of extra money on the side to go ahead and try starting something. It's not the most uh, expensive thing in the world, but it is a hobby. So any hobby, you know, you have to put in some money. If you'd like to start your own podcast, it doesn't have to be about video games or any sort of like nerdy thing, whatever, if you want to call it that. I mean, it can be about, I don't know, cupcakes. I don't know. Just It just can be about anything. As long as it's, you know, a substantial topic that you're going to be producing a podcast for some time. You know, at the very least, like a year, maybe six months, maybe two years would be nice. Uh, contact me. Email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K at pokedexradio.com with the uh, subject uh, subject line of podcast network. So uh, we can see if we can try to get you started with your own podcast and be a part of the Flashlight Studios um, uh, under uh, under the Flashlight Studios umbrella. Uh, and I am pretty much like the director of Flashlight Studios. It's something that I, I've, the name that I've owned for the longest time now. If you've been listening to Pokedex Radio since the beginning, it's a name that I've always used. And uh, and I use it on anything I do. I use it on my photography. I use it on, uh, you know, things that I, uh, that I film. Uh, anything that I'll, what else do I do? <laughs> like podcast, obviously you hear me at the end of the Pokedex radio when I say, you know, this podcast is a flashlight studios production. So they'll be doing that on their podcast. If, if we go ahead and start up with them, uh, Dan and Darren, uh, which is why I mixed up their names earlier. Very similar. Anyways, um, if you would like to start your own podcast or you're thinking about it, or you know, somebody who has already, who already has a podcast and would like to get a little bit more promotion by teaming up with me and uh, being under the flashlight studios umbrella, email me or have them email me if they're, if they're interested, it doesn't have to be about video games. And I would prefer it not to be something that we're already podcasting about. Um, you know, yeah, it's a little bit different Nintendo to Pokemon because that's more broad. Uh, it's not as niche as Pokemon, um, or niche, however you want to pronounce it as Pokemon. So, uh, yeah, we're running over 50 minutes now, whatever. It's fine. Um, so, Email me again at feedback at pokedexradio.com. Don't email me saying you want to start your own Pokemon podcast. I mean, you can if you want me to, just to, if you want to help, help getting started on how to podcast and things like that. But don't email me saying, hey, I want to be part of your network and I want to do the same thing you're doing. Podcasting about Pokemon. I want to call it, you know, Pokemon Radio Podcast. Don't do that. Um, but if you want to start up your own podcast in your own thing, doing your own thing, not being part of Flashlight Studios, if you'd just like some help, some guidance on what you know, what kind of equipment you should buy or whatever, feel free to email me. I don't mind helping out. Uh, I mean, the equipment that I have sitting in front of me is pretty expensive. I have you know some pretty heavy duty stuff. My microphone is actually only like forty bucks, but it sounds amazing, doesn't it? Um, so yeah. Or if you'd like to email me about anything we talked about in today's episode, questions, comments, any sort of feedback, obviously, you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com, or you can comment on today's show notes at pokedexradio.com slash 52. And if you're listening to us in iTunes, if you haven't already subs- uh, subscribed to us in iTunes, please do, um, or using whatever you know feed aggregator service or podcast aggregator service, RSS aggregator, aggregator stuff. Um, uh, if you don't use anything, go ahead and use iTunes. And also, if you're using iTunes, uh, go ahead and give us a rating and a, um, you know, hopefully five star rating and a nice good review. And uh, if I do see other reviews, I might actually go ahead and say them on the show because I'd love seeing those there. Um, again, subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a rating and a review there. 
um, or subscribe wherever and still just go and give us a rating and review on iTunes because iTunes is a is the like the biggest area that we have subscribers from Pokedex for Pokedex Radio. Um, but yeah, so I was going to mention something else. I forgot what I was going to mention. Hopefully it wasn't too important. All right. So, uh, rate review on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, follow me on Twitter, like us on Facebook. What else do I have to talk about? Check out the pokedexradio.com slash store thing. Um, you know, uh, help out the podcast a little bit by buying something from there. Um, you know, the holidays are coming up soon. Pokemon X and Y are coming out soon. The Nintendo 2DS is coming out soon. Maybe you want to check it out and buy it from me there. That would be awesome. I would really appreciate that. And if you do, if you want to send me an email telling me that you did, and so I can thank you personally on the show, I would love to do that. Uh, if you want to say hi, go ahead and say hi. Just email me or whatever. Or if you have anything that you want to um, have, like let's say you want yourself on the show, you can record yourself, You know, put it into an MP3 format, email it to me, feedback at pokedexradio.com. Um, you know, as long as it's, you know, decent enough quality, I'll put it on the show. If you have any questions or whatever, something you want me to discuss, but that is it for the Pokedex radio podcast today. Uh, again, my name is Austin letting you know to live, laugh and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013 Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And thank you for listening.